everybody. Uh, yeah, welcome back to another episode of uh, my second favorite podcast, Till Death Do Us Party. That's right. Stuart. Stuart. I'm. Yep. Oh, okay. Leopard Tamer. Yep. You're Stuart. You're the leopard tamer. <laughs> yep, okay, yeah. I'm introducing you as I'm calling you out here. Okay. And I, speaking, am Dr. Yep. Def, the one and only Alex Smith. Okay. Your resident hysterian. Yep. And I'm calling you out. Okay. Right You're now. putting me on blast. I'm putting you on blast. Because okay. you just said, this is your second favorite leopard podcast. Uh-huh. What does that mean? What's your what's your first favorite? Oh, I mean, I think I've I've said this a bunch, but I just find the the guys who do Defining Leopard to be just a little bit better about breaking down the meaning behind the songs, and also they're much better at giving me uh, alternatives for how the Democratic Party can win the next election. Oh my God, you're just oh you're killing me, you're killing me. Defining Lep, those centrists over at the Defining Lep cast. You're, listen- yeah. you're listening to them. You're listening to their weak, compromising takes, their their lack of ideals. You're listening to mm-hmm. that. Plus, plus, come on, man. We're more the more the dirtbag Lep, right? Yeah, we are, we're the dirtbag Lep. And the, and the, come on, that jerk over there, George, what's his name? That guy's like my Cause, lifetime... Cause- Costanza? George Costanza. That guy's like George <laughs> George Sav Costanza, he calls himself. Uh-huh. That guy's like my lifetime nemesis. All his yeah. take all his takes on uh, uh all his scholastic and uh, uh scholarly mm-hmm. interpretations of songs are yeah. incorrect. Okay. He has this vision of the band as just being some sort of opportunistic uh, hair ba- hair band, like he calls them, from the mm-hmm. 80s. He doesn't yeah. credit them with the fall of the Soviet Empire. He doesn't see the beauty and the, and the glamour and, yeah, the, and the mysticism and the symbology of Def Leppard. He sees it uh-huh. all as very, he's very materialistic. Uh, he sees mm-hmm. it all as sort of this, this sort of just objective material truth. And he doesn't see the sim the symbolism going on, and it drives me crazy. Yeah, this is uh, George Sav Costanza, right? Yeah, we're George. About. We're still yeah. talking about George Sav Costanza. Uh, <laughs> uh, I do <laughs> the same. Yeah, guy. I just I kind of just like I don't know. I just kind of like their voices. Like I think uh, I think Till Death Do Us Party. Their voices get a little bit grating, but. Uh, Defining Leopard. There's something. Do you not like the fact that on Till Death they have basically the same the same voice? Uh, what? <laughs> what? Um, uh, that is that hasn't been an argument I've ever heard about that show. That's that's new to me. On Till Death, I I, yeah, I haven't been reading the uh, the the iTunes reviews. So. Somebody somebody said that to me very early on. They said you guys sound exactly the same. That's crazy. Is that crazy to you? Yeah, that's crazy to me. But okay, we're we're so once again, we've introduced ourselves. This is our show that's all about the ins and outs of the English band Def Leppard, and we have reached 
the end of Adrenalize, yep. Alex. Episode 30. This is our big episode 30. It only, it only took us four years or something to get here. Uh, it only took us four years to do 30 episodes. And uh, and we finally reached the end of the big, uh, what is it, a quint- quintilogy? Uh, the, first, the first five canonical Def Leppard albums. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, we, th- this is, I mean, this is really a night to celebrate. I think we've, we've, uh, we've done it. We've, we've, uh, explored yeah, the, see, the real core, the real core curriculum. You're celebrating with a, uh, a six pack of tall boys, of course. Light. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Well, right now I'm drinking a Kroger brand lemon lime seltzer water. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you got to break up those beers. Well, I'm just trying to set a base, trying to set a, a moist base, because I'm, <laughs> yeah. I, as I understand it, if you drink a lot of seltzer water, uh, the beer goes into your system a lot faster. Oh, I had a, I had a cousin who would eat applesauce before he would eat a hot dog or macaroni and cheese because he claimed that the applesauce helped lubricate uh, and make the food enter his stomach faster. That's You know what? I, I bet that's probably true. It's similar. It's also similar to this guy I went to high school with, Jim, who claimed that if you pushed on your taint in a specific spot with your thumb, it made the poop come out super fast. Yeah. <laughs> so you didn't waste all that time in the bathroom. Hmm. And then he apparently uh, taught his girlfriend the same trick, and she claimed it worked. But I feel like she was just doing that so we didn't make fun of him too much. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. I mean, so, I don't know. Have, have you ever done that? No, I've never pushed never pushed on the taint while trying to take a crap. <laughs> Seems like that's sort of not where you want to be. That's like... <laughs> where, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want to be, like, for a different place uh, while that's going on. Yeah, um, I mean, you you have, a, you have pretty thick hands, too. <laughs> I do. I have very thick hands. But, conveniently, I have a very long taint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty convenient. There's yeah. all kinds of situations where that comes in handy. It really does. It yeah. really does. I mean, it's not convenient when you're shopping for jeans, but... Uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're always like, short taint, yep. that's, but that's not what I want. Uh, slim fit, short taint, no thanks. <laughs> Straight leg, okay, tapered, <laughs> tapered long taint. <laughs> That's the that's the Levi's five sixteen. So, uh, yeah, we have we have reached a dividing line, a terminus est here. This is the last. We are on the precipice of uh, I don't know the 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 chasm that exists in Def Leppard's discography after this album. Yeah, yeah. From this point, I mean, it's it it is going to be. Uh, it, it, we do, we, we are rec, we have a reckoning that we have to deal with after this point where there's, there's, there's actually more albums than after this than there were before it. Uh, and the thing that we're going to have to deal with is that they're so much better than the ones, than the ones we've already done. And it's just going to be hard. It's going to be very hard to, to evaluate them on the, on the same terms when we're just blown away by how great they all are and how consistent and how yeah it makes you want to go back and it'll make you want to go back and just destroy all 30 of the preceding episodes yeah i do um i I do i don't know if we want to talk 
business uh, right up front. Um, oh, do you have a Patreon or something you want to promote? Well, I do have a Patreon. It's uh, patreon.com backslash Howl Dotty, H-O-W-E-L-L-D-A-W-D-Y. But... What um, kind of uh, what kind of gifts you offer your your Patreon? Well, your I made patrons? a I made a Christmas album that was just for my Patreon subscribers, and then I think only one or two people downloaded it, so I made it available to everybody else. Uh, <laughs> okay. And then uh, I don't know. I think I've done a few posts on there. One of them was about how I didn't like Patreon, but um, uh, but no, it's there. There'll definitely be um. You know, go over there and subscribe and and kick in a few bucks, and I'll fi- I'll figure out a way to 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 pay you back for it yeah, in some, some way. kind of personal personalized uh treasure oh i remember what it was i i, I offered people it, that subscribed at a certain level i i offered them a t-shirt and people didn't take me up on it so i'm so i'm a little bit and like was Meh. this a t-shirt about you or just from yeah your like personal a, t- a, t- a howl dotty t-shirt which is a okay. which is a uh which is i guess a uh pseudonym of of mine um but that's complicated. That's complicated yeah. to get into. So uh, where were we? We oh oh yeah, talking, talking, talking about business. housekeeping. Talking business, yeah. housekeeping. All right. So longtime listeners will know our partners, as we call them. Uh-huh. Uh, we'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll know that uh, that we started talking about the English band back in I don't know twenty twenty oh six or something. And we mm-hmm. started with On Through the Night, and we did, like, one side of On Through the Night. Or no, we, we did, like, the whole album in one episode. And then uh, we, maybe. Maybe the whole album in one episode. Then we then we got to High and Dry, and we did Sides, and then we did, um, uh, and then by the time we got to, I think maybe it was Pyromania, we were already doing one song per episode. Lepisode, yeah. excuse me. Yeah, and then <laughs> and definitely like hysteria. I, I think I think without question, it was the smart move to have hysteria and uh, and this album, Adrenalize, be be gone through one song at a time because these albums are very rich, very dense, very important, and we have strong feelings about these songs individually. Yeah. Now. Uh, we've also run into a thing where you and I have been very been very busy lately. We've both been very busy. I have a lot of stuff going on in my uh, 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 in my life. Um, mm-hmm. We're we're also we've been working together on those uh, special episodes for the for the Flophouse, your other show. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Those pay episodes. Been scoring those and editing those. Uh, mm-hmm. The the flop tales. Ep- uh, uh, I was going to call them episodes, but they're episodes. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and we've and you know you're tour you're touring. I'm going to be doing some touring this summer. I was thinking so we could we could. It, it's taken us a long time to get here with Adrenalize because we've had so long between the episodes. Mm-hmm. We could probably take a small break. Let's say like the summer. We take the yeah. summer off. We you know kind of collect ourselves and we come back into this in the fall. With maybe a uh, with 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 maybe a refreshed approach, where we're not doing you know a song every couple of months or something. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Where instead maybe maybe we'll take on retroactive like a side at a time because oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Because again, I, 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 for slang, I think that might be the way to go. Slang in particular, slang has a certain sort of sameness when you listen to it. Where I I just don't um, I don't I I. 
I don't think it would be hard for us not to diminish how great uh, <laughs> how great I I'm at least going to pretend to think everything Def Leppard has done is. Yep. But I do think we could probably cover these albums in shorter time. And then I also wanted to bring up with you and and uh, you know if you could mm-hmm. send a, again till Def do us party to to uh, two L's until two P's and party. Uh, at gmail.com send us an email if you have a question or a suggestion about anything we should talk about or do uh, follow us at at till Def on twitter uh, if you have thoughts on this but the uh, but the other thought I had was that we could we could find a way to uh, explore the stuff that we've the, the stuff the era that we've already gone through there's other mm-hmm. things we could talk about. We could talk about the movie, for instance. We could yeah, talk of about. Course. We could talk about the movie, the, the VH1 movie. I'm talking about, of course. We could talk about the uh, all of the videos and things, but we don't necessarily have to do those in podcast form. And in fact, it might be more fun if we did them as, say, some kind of video presentation. Wow. You know what? Do you know what I mean? Like, if we yeah, multimedia. I guess if we set them up as a. Um, if we if we figured out a way, and we'd have to figure out how to do this, but we could figure out a way to do almost like a track. Uh, we could post the video, post a Def Leppard video, and have us, you know, riffing through it or something like that, and sort of doing a pop sure. pop up thing where we explore all of the important themes and some of the background mm-hmm. that people might not know about. I think those are yeah. It'd be like a video with pop ups. Has yeah. anyone ever done that before? No, I don't think that's ever been done. Um, um, yeah, I think those are those are all good ideas. Well, uh, that might be a good refreshed re- wait refreshed approach. So yeah, I think we'll jump. I think we'll jump back in in the fall. Yeah, refreshed, teed up, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. and and we will uh, and we'll we'll have a little maybe some of these other things that we're working on that are. Uh, um, I mean, I I don't know. It's kind of crazy to say that that, that you won't have. That you'll have more time because neither of us are going to have more time, but I think we'll be. No, I mean we'll have exactly the same amount. We'll have of the time. we'll have the same amount of time or less, but we'll be but we'll be able to dive in a little refreshed, and uh, and it'll I think it will actually be kind of a different. I think the podcast is going to feel like a different show if we take a break right now because when we mm-hmm. jump back in we're going to be talking about albums that are not sort of in. We're going to be talking about albums that are sort of past our romanticized heyday of Def Leppard. And it's going to feel like, I feel like it's going to feel like to me a a sort of different exercise at that point. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I think that's fair. Yeah. Um, So, okay, so let's just say, let's say that's our our goal. That's our our plan. Yeah, that's our our plan. So, listeners, you got to hear us work out some business. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And... As we are on our way out of Adrenalize, what a way to go. Yeah, what a way to go, baby. With... Thank you! Tear it down.
what a what a rocker right right off the gate right out of the off the gate yeah right off the gate we got a rocker and it's the last track of the song and it does not sound like it it sounds like it's like the first or second it's like it sounds like it's the start of uh side b or something it does it you know what it always uh it feels like to me it feels like you know when you hit uh don't shoot shotgun sort of when you hit the when you hit the middle of side b of hysteria and there's like a yeah. run, there's a run of like sort of fast songs uh run riot and don't shoot shotgun it feels like it belongs in that world where you're gonna where they're probably gonna slow it down again after this but uh but no this is this is how they're going out they're going out with a big old bang with a just a blast which yeah. is which is a little a little different from them to for them to load uh, to load this heavy of a like a heavier rocker than has been on most of the album this late in the in the album. Yeah, I'm sure we'll go, get into it when we uh, get to the end of the episode and we do a uh, end of uh, end of the album comparison. But uh, yeah, it feels like they have made a specific choice to end on a very upbeat tune. The sort of thing that gets you to want to start the whole album over again. Yeah, exactly. Pop that cassette out, flip it over, pop it in again. Well, I think this was an older song, too. I think they wrote oh, this song no shit. Okay. a while ago, a while before this. Uh, I, I, I think I recall somewhere hearing that this was either from the Hysteria or the Pyromania days. Um, but it could even be earlier than that. Um <laughs> Sorry, I got distracted there because I I pulled open our email because I just hadn't thought about whether anybody had written into us in a little while, uh-huh. and I wanted to make sure I hadn't uh, blown off anybody. And uh, we do have a bunch of emails here, uh, all from different people with different names, asking us if we want to monetize our podcast. Oh, great! Which we do. So to answer your question, Monica and. Jamela and uh, Alice, we do in fact want to monetize our podcast. So just send us an email. Uh, maybe give us just send us an email with an easy link to somewhere where we can monetize this uh, and make make lots of money off of off of our. I mean, if those people want to contribute to our podcast, they can just go to your Patreon and start throwing money your way. That's true. That, yeah, I mean, we just covered that. That's I mean, probably that that's answers the best. their question. Yeah, that's the best way to do. It. I mean, you get fifty percent of everything that comes into my Patreon anyway. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Uh, yeah, I do all the music for your your old Dottie stuff, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. You write all you those just, beats. Yeah, you just do the raps. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, I guess we answer that that mystery. Old now, DJ, old DJ Stu. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, okay, so we've co- we've covered the intro. I don't know that we need to say much more about that. It's got some squealing ass guitars. Yep. It's got a heavy beat. It's got that mm-hmm. classic rock. It's got that going on. It's I mean it's ever. It's, it's got a little bit of that like high melody part. The do 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 yeah, do yeah, do do. That's doo-doo. true. Uh, and then um, and then we're should we just dive right into the verse? Our, you know what? Um, I didn't do a, I didn't do a summary of uh-huh. the songs on Adrenalize up to now. Um, 
which I guess I guess I could I could very quickly go over that real quick and then we'll go and then we'll get into the lyrics of this one and we'll figure out what this one's freaking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Let's, so yeah, let's just do it. Yeah. So uh, the adrenalize as as a as we discussed on the on the previous uh, podcast about uh, about I want to touch you. Um, the, Adrenalize turns out we've discovered is kind of a self-help album, unlike their other albums, which are more philosophical explorations of the complexities of the world. Uh, you know, just um, explorations of gender and and history and immigration and those kinds of things. Adrenalize they're coming out of their wide variety of personal, successful, and global world experiences and and sort of tragedies that have happened in their lives. And they decide they decided clearly to offer some advice in the language of the youth in the sort of uh, in these sort of simpler, more nostalgic songs that appeal to the youth. Uh, they're offering advice to a younger generation about how to rock responsibly and how to love and grasp the world without hurting their fellow human beings. So we had Let's Get Rocked as track one, which is just a song about him wanting to get rocked, which is like, you know, essentially given a wedding ring by a woman uh, and getting married so that he can move out of his dad's house, which is somewhere we've all been. Heaven is yeah, yeah. Uh, a song about unrequited love. Uh, as, a, as unknowable as the afterlife and, or an unanswered phone call. Make Love Like a Man is a call to young men to love their lady or their lover like they would their, their, their best bro. It's just, just remember that you gotta be, you gotta be bros before you can be mutual hoes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Tonight is, of course, a song about pizza. Uh -huh. uh, White Lightning is about giving someone a blowjob while you've got roller skates on your knees to make sort of uh -huh. to, to make the motion of uh, of it easier, uh, and and to give them a really quick blowjob, uh, yep. at, perhaps at the bottom of a hill. Uh, yeah. Stand up, kick love into motion a par is a parable about how love is like a motorcycle that you drive off a cliff. So it's a yep a call to be either careful or reckless, depending on your mentality of that. Personal property is a tribute to the women of the world for pulling miserable. Uh, pathetic men up the evolutionary ladder by just having any kind of standards whatsoever. Have you ever needed someone so bad is a song about edging uh, with your wiener. Uh, I want to touch you <laughs> yeah. is a song about making the mature decision to mash your body together with someone else's body until you get figuratively and literally stuck together by all of the, you know, just by just by the physical pressure and by the friction and by whatever juices you're creating or, or, or secreting out of yourself. Yeah. Uh, so it, it, and then and then we move on to the last song, song 10, Tear It Down, um, which sounds kind of coming out of that, coming out of this album that seems to be all so far about uh, about establishing establishing yourself as a responsible member of society. Tear it down! Uh -huh. All of a sudden, sounds like a, a call to anarchy, right? Yeah, yeah. So who so who to knows what's happening? To your 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 primitive man state. Yeah, um, or, or it, perhaps it is. I mean, that's cer certainly what it looks like. I don't I don't know yeah. if that's what it's going to turn out to be. If it is, it's a little bit like a you got punked scenario. Where you've been listening, you've been listening uh, to. Is that a is that a song by Def Leppard? A, a punked scenario. <laughs> you got punked. A little bit of a punked scenario. Yeah, that's on Pyromania. Uh, no, it's like um, it's like if it was Def Leppard's Nine Rules for Life, 
And then the 10th is like, by the way, this is anarchy. Tear it all down. Fuck all the rest of it. Uh Fuck all the noise. Just do whatever you want. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's get into the verse and let's see if that's what's happening. Let's see if they're just breaking down these social norms and restrictions that they have suggested to us so far. Def Leppard, tear it down. First one. I'm going to shut it down. Now that was, that's very much uh, a pre-chorus like build up right there. You know, yeah, it's classic. you know, that's the chorus that's about to happen right, right there. Although, I mean, I wouldn't put it past an earlier Def Leppard, a pre-adrenalized Def Leppard to yeah. go switch on your loving machine and then do, 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 and then bring it back down and be like, and do verse two or whatever. Right. But that's not yep. what happens here. Nope. I shut it off right before the chorus. Spoiler alert. Stuart, give us those give, give us those lyrics so far. You got the look of a howling wolf. I like it. Yeah. The kind of eyes that could start a fire. Yes, I like it. A streetwise dynamo. I switch you on and I watch you go. A thrill to touch. You're so hot. I'm coming for you ready or not. Uh-oh. And then we get this pre-chorus, this build-up. I'm getting ready, living on the edge of a dream, getting ready, I'm getting ready, oh, switch on your loving machine. Switch on your loving machine. Mm-hmm. Bit of a mixed message there towards the end of the, uh, t- between the, between the pre-chorus and the end of the verse, because, yeah. because I'm coming for you ready or not, and then the, and then our, our, gilded chorus of angelic vocals say i'm getting ready so it's like so the yeah. so the chorus is uh, the chorus of angels is saying i'm getting ready mm-hmm. uh which sounds like he's so he's getting ready he doesn't care if she's ready or not yep uh i'm assuming it's a she at this point because he's uh, because he's talking to her you know like he's very, I mean, she, she visu- sounds like, like he's a, very visually attracted to this howling wolf streetwise dynamo. Yeah, like a dynamo, and he switches her on. It sounds like she's some kind of weird robot. Yeah, yeah. like one of those Soriyama paintings from old penthouse magazines. Yeah, but yeah, like so, like an electronic wolf. Uh, you yeah, got the like look- an electronic wolf. You got the look of a howling wolf, um, and but he says, "I'm coming for you, ready or not." Like I'm, this is happening. But then he says, "I'm getting ready," and then he tells her to switch on her loving machine, which is which. Assume, presumably, if it's a Soriyama robot, that's all she needs to get ready is to switch yeah. on the loving part of the machine. I guess. I guess it is. It is confusing because he says he's coming for her. 
or or uh, I guess it could be there. This isn't gendered, but he's uh, he's coming whether you're ready or not. Sure. And then he's like, "But wait a minute, I'm getting ready now." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which isn't that just the way you know? Yeah. Your prom date shows up, and he's waiting downstairs, and he's like, "He's, he's, he's all like, gas," I'm and here, then suddenly he's pumping brakes. I'm here breaks. whether you're ready or not. And then he goes into the <laughs> bathroom, and he's taking forever to get his corsage on. And, and they you got, find out the reason he, he's having so much trouble is because he accidentally zips his. Mm-hmm. Uh, was his scrotum into a zipper? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he freaks out, and you're like, "Come on, dude! It happens to everybody." Keith David, can you help him out? Or he's thumbing his taint while he's trying to take a crap, and he zips his whole hand into into his <laughs> zipper. <laughs> That's the deleted scene from that yeah. movie. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's something that we can all relate to. <laughs> yeah, um, all of we've all been on both sides of all of these scenarios. Yeah. Uh, so, what do you think? So you think? Maybe he's got a prom date with a ro- with a with like a robot from a from a magazine. Yep, a some kind of a like a Svedka sex robot. Sure. Well, that I like that. I like that a lot so far. So let's um let's see what happens after this. Um, you want to read those, or you want me to read those, or... I will do it. Okay. Tear it down. There's got to be a better way. Tear it down. I can't wait another day. Tear it down. There's got to be a better way. Tear it down. If only you could stay all night long. Yeah. Um, hmm. Well, we certainly have the name of the song in this, in this chorus. Yeah. They say ter- the and again it's the um, it's the chorus the chorus chorus the uh, yeah. the angels from above the the wash of voices coming yeah. from some indetermined location uh, saying tear it down and then Joe responding in the classic Def Leppard fashion there's yeah. got to be a better way. Uh, we've talked about this on other episodes, but it's funny how he, he he it seems like he never gets to sing the actual chorus words. Like Joe always is sort of stuck with like, yeah, you said it, you know, and then the and then everybody and then uh, Phil and, and Viv get to get to stand up there and sing the actual like hook of the chorus. Right. So do you think that Joe doesn't necessarily Joe isn't the one saying tear it down, that someone else is saying that to him and that he is he's contesting it. Right? You know, that's an interesting uh, question that I don't know if we've discussed before. But the, the fact that it's not the fact that there's a distinction between the backing vocals and the lead singer sort of ad libbing between them. Does it mean is it like a, a sort of opera where the chorus is an, an objective voice that's not the protagonist's voice? And then the protagonist has a sort of response to the chorus. I don't think I I think if we were to go through and analyze the point of view of all the Def Leppard songs, I think we would find, you know, pretty obviously most of the time those voices are speaking from his point of view, even if they're not. It's like his brain. It's like it's like his um, 
his spirit is saying that stuff, even though yeah. his physical voice is not saying it. Maybe they're not things being literally said, but they're the state of things, right? Yeah, but this kind of feels like the this is a voice coming from outside of him. Or it's like a nagging voice deep down yeah. that's uh, okay. saying tear it down. So it's he's yeah. got he's got this it's a impulse. Yeah. This is a this is a uh a, this is a textual manifestation of an impulse that he's having to tear everything down. Which is I think we're I think we've got a pretty elaborate for for all the songs for how simple the sort of uh, a lot of the scenarios have been so far in this song. Let's go yeah. through how sort of elaborate this one is, where we've had... So, Joe, verse 1. Are you in trouble? There's a siren going on. Uh, yeah, the, they're they're on to me. I got, I don't know, maybe 20 minutes before they actually uh, get here. Okay, cool. Well, you've got your, you've got your pump up the volume set up, where you can hop in your Jeep and just broadcast from the back. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, that's when I when I went to the car dealership. I'm like, can I get the pump up the volume package? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, you can broadcast from anywhere, man. Mm-hmm. All right. You look it, like a you look like a street smart podcaster. By the way, this your voice has been disguised this whole time and is always disguised on the Flophouse, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, I think everybody knows that I'm a really great actor. They've seen the movie Cuffs. They know exactly who Stuart Wellington actually is, but I don't want to have to go out and say it, you know. Right, right. You know, it'd be funny. I was uh, just thinking it'd be funny if, um, if in Pump Up the Volume, if Christian Slater's voice was like the the modulated uh, voice the whole time. If he talked like that the whole time, yeah, if the whole yeah. movie he was like, "Hello, how are you?" Like, uh, I think it'd be funnier if he sounded like Ira Glass. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so remake remake pump up the volume yep. except the kid is just making like a sort of homespun this American life in this yep. s- secret room in his house. Mhm. Yeah, and he's just telling little Americana stories uh with yeah. a ver- with a very sort of cosmopolitan uh this perspective on them. Yep. I love it. I love that idea. And then he's just but the same exact thing happens like people just go nuts for it and carry around a big dick because uh they because they're hearing it. Yeah, I mean, uh I I've, I've been telling people this, but I think that uh that bartenders or I was going to say podcasters are the new chefs who and chefs are the new rock stars. And eventually, I think Rock stars will be the new bartenders. Podcasters. Oh, podcasters! Who's going to be the new bartenders? Oh, uh, I don't know, like car mechanics. Yeah, that makes sense. That sounds right to me. Yeah, or uh, like the the guys who fix your MacBook, or sex robots. I mean, or we, sex robots. We got to make a we got to carve a little slot in society for where sex robots are going to fit in because culturally yeah. they're about to, they, they they're about to, to take over. Up. They're going to have to take over some existing profession. And also, pretty much every driver is about to be out of a job, so we're going to have to find a new slot for them in society as, like, something else. Like, like the just all of the unemployed truck drivers and cab drivers, once they've mm-hmm. automated all of that stuff. Um, we're going to need, maybe they'll be the new rock stars, because they'll, they just won't have anything else to do. 
I mean, maybe they'll just all become grave diggers to so they can dig graves for, I guess, themselves and their profession. Yeah, and and just life in general, which is clearly on such a tremendous <laughs> decline. <laughs> <laughs> This is this is we're, we're the dirt, we're, once again we're the dirtbag lep. Uh, <laughs> we're no optimism about the future. Just uh, just just all this uh, bitter spite towards everything that's happened. So uh, we've, we've made it through the first. Uh, we've made it through the first chorus. Yeah. Well, what what I was going to say was the the scenario here is very elaborate because verse one, the story appears to be he's just chatting a lady up like he so often is. I mean, I think if you were to go there, he probably is chatting up a lady and doing a and pitching himself to her in probably 80, 85 percent of these songs. The first verse is, hey, you look good. Let's go somewhere. Right. Yeah. Let's go on a date. Uh, I think I think that's an, a, a fair description. You're so hot. I'm coming for you, ready or not, which is a very, uh, you know, very dri- driven uh, announcement of action there. And then, mm-hmm. and then he says, "I'm getting ready." Uh, so there's this wor- there's this build up to the chorus where he's getting ready. He's telling her, "Oh, switch on that loving machine. Put it, put it, put a quarter in that vibrating bed. I'm on my way." And I then mean, I I love that line there, the second line of the the pre-chorus. I'm getting ready, living on the edge of a dream. Yeah, exactly. Which you know, again, edging is is a big. You know, he's a big he's a big fan of edging. So I feel like the, I feel like by this album, Joe, you know, doesn't shy away from using like cliched turns of phrase, but living on the edge of a dream. I feel like that's that that feels like a splash of fresh water in my face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's true. It's very. Uh, it, it it paints a very vivid picture, yeah. of of what's going on in his mind of of the spirit uh, that he of the of the uh, of the mentality that he has at that moment. So then we get. So then we get to the chorus. Tear it down. There's got to be a better way. So what's happening now? There's got to be a better way. Yeah. Like so. Suddenly we've been introduced. We've had a conflict introduced that has not been mapped out for us. But all we know is he's sort of he's sort of on his way and something's happening that's blocking him, right? Yeah, so he's yeah. like, so essentially like the scenario seems like what it is is he's got some kind of robotic or or metaphorically robotic love mm-hmm. machine who just a dynamo with tons of, you know, just hot to the touch. Yeah, tons of oil. And he's trying to get himself ready to uh-huh. dive in. Uh, you know, maybe he's got to ground his shoes or something. Yeah. Uh, and not ground them, but like, but but he's got to put on some special rubber shoes so that he's not grounded, so that he won't get electrocuted. He's got to do something like that before. And and then he realizes as he's in the middle of this, something gets in his way, and he's got to say, "There's got to be a better way." There's got. He's, he's that's like that's the literal line from like an infomercial about how you're you have too many pots and pans and stuff is there's got to be a better way and he's mm-hmm. saying that in this song so tear it down is solving some problem that we're not sure what it is but then he yeah. says at the end of the chorus if only you could stay all night long 
So w- the problem appears to be that he has to sort of reapproach this love machine over yeah. and over and over again when he just wants to sort of possess it and yeah. and be constantly with it. Right. Oh, it's like how uh, when I was a kid, I would have to go and pump quarters into the Mortal Kombat Two machine, and yeah. then when it eventually came out in the Sega Genesis, I was like, "What? Like a fog has been lifted off of my eyes." Yeah. Well, and that's you tearing down, tearing down uh-huh. the the specific capitalist system that required uh-huh. you to keep pumping quarters into that game. And into Mortal Kombat 2, because I wanted to see all the uh, babalities and yeah. animalities and shit. And instead just allows you to own the whole system. Oh, okay. So yeah, you, yeah, that makes sense. Right? And that's and I think that there, there's an economic message there. There's a sort of relationship message there, which is like maybe, uh, maybe he just wants to tear down a wall between him and his lover. But yeah. may, but maybe, and much more likely, I think he's tired of pumping quarters and wants to own the whole system. Yeah. Right? Uh, I think you might be right. We'll have to find out in verse number two. Yeah, let's do that. And let's listen to verse number two. Yeah. I'm on And then, of course, we're back into the I'm getting ready bridge. Um, so uh, what's what's that uh, what's that verse there, Stuart? How's that oh, go? man, we got a verse on our hands. Come on. I'm on fire. You're all ice. Once too much is twice as nice. Hmm. Get tough. Fool's luck. One bite and I'm hooked. A black cat with a silver tongue. A quick lick and you're gone. One kiss, it hots up. (laughs) (laughs) Too close, ain't close enough. I mean, just... Uh, You want to go to the start of it or you just want to talk about that last part? Oh, man, I just want to say, I just want to thank Joe uh, for... It hots up. (laughs) I I just, you know what, like, honestly, we, we praise... We praise his lyrics plenty on this show, but yep. rarely does he give us a gift as pure and as uh, just amazing as it hots up. <laughs> like yeah. uh, that is that is beautiful. That is amazing thing to say. It hots up on one kiss. All right, all right. So the, the okay. So he's fire. She's ice. Uh, I you love know, that we, he like taps that. into some kind of like primitive man-child brainwaves to say it hots up right yeah it's like he's 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 malfunctioning he's uh he's (laughs) he's either malfunctioning or it's a simple it's a simpler system in his brain and he doesn't really know how language works anymore uh so he's fire she's ice uh that's a that's a classic cliche that works uh, once too much is twice as nice i gotta get my i gotta say get yourself a man who can be both 
And I'm talking about Ingve Malmsteen. Yeah. He's who's fire and ice. Yep, he's all he's all he's all temperatures to all people at all times. <laughs> yep. Uh all right, so once too much is twice as nice. I got to get my uh I got to get my little slide rule out to figure out what that uh, what that line means. Um once too much is twice as nice. So there's that seems like I mean, I guess one way that could make a, that could make a lot of sense is if is if you're talking about something that packs so much of a punch that's so potent that two of it is once too much, so that you're then saying twice as ni- it's twice as nice, like like once too much is double what you can take, right? But he's saying yeah, twice. Okay. Twice as so. There's a there's some weird math. There's some complicated math there where it's once uh, just that last. But I could also see it being like just that last little kiss that was one too much has yeah. doubled my whole experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does that that almost, almost makes more sense, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's not what he says, but yeah, I, I can see that. <laughs> Get tough, fool's luck, one bite, and I'm hooked. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I like that he rhymes luck with hooked and he makes it, he makes it work with his weird way of saying words, Uh a black cat with a silver tongue, a quick lick and you're gone. The, uh, um, what, what's the, the black cat with a silver tongue? Does that mean anything to you? Does that, is that reminiscent of anything to you? Does that take you anywhere? uh, I mean, it it makes me think of Salem, the cat from Sabrina the Teenage Witch TV show. Okay. And and but that's not who he's talking about. He's just. Talking, I'm assuming not. He's talking I don't about think a that black, show was on the air. He's talking point. about a black cat, like a like just a a dangerous, mysterious creature, right? Yeah. With a silver tongue. So silver yeah. tongue implies like good at speaking, or yeah, yeah, yeah. or like charming. How about just able to captivate him? That works. Yeah. A high uh, charisma score. But then a quick lick and you're gone. So uh-huh. very mysterious. Very mysterious. With a single kiss, which again, once too much, is twice as nice. Yep. Single kiss, it hots up. <laughs> we're back We're back to it. God, that's a great line. God, that's great. One and it's kiss. in the same verse. It's in the same verse where he rhymes... Luck and hooked. Luck and hooked. So, like, he could have said heats up. Yeah. No, it's totally true. He could have said it heats up. Uh, and he's only rhyming it with enough. So, I don't know. Yeah. Too, clo- too close ain't close enough. Now, that's um that's a little bit of a puzzle there. But uh, it just means he wants to, you know, cut her open and wear her skin. That's just, that's yeah, just sort, mean, of, sort of how, how it goes. Yeah. Now, um... That's just how you feel sometimes, right? No, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so has this brought us any closer to understanding what is being torn down? Is it uh, maybe he's tearing down her mystery, her uh, her how how quick she is to leave? Is that what's being torn down? Yeah, maybe. I mean, it feels like a lot of these lines, like once too much is twice as nice, and. Uh, too close ain't close enough. It's all about quantifying something and like trying to nail down and find specifically like give physical form to something that's kind of mysterious. Uh, 
And he keeps, he you know, he talks about a black cat with a silver tongue, which sounds like some kind of mythical creature. And it, you know, gives a quick lick and then it's gone. So uh, I think I think he is both trying, he is trying to define something that is hard to define. Yeah. Well, and he's te- he wants to tear something down. So could that be? Maybe you just need to give something form before you can tear it down. Can but can tearing it down be the wall that someone, a mysterious, captivating figure, has around themselves? Oh. Like a like a ro- like a robot that you're having a really good time plowing on the weekends. Yep. But you want to see that robot on you know Monday through Friday. You want to get you and wanna- that robot's like. Yeah, I got plans, and you're like, well, you didn't say you had plans yesterday. Yeah, and then the robot, like, just jetpacks its way out of your apartment all of a sudden, and you're like, if only I could tear down this this wall between us. Yeah. This not literal wall. Yeah. Uh, even, though, even though the robot does go and lock itself into a storage space after I'm done with it. Um, so I do want to tear down that wall as well. Yeah, of course. But that would be a crime. In the yeah. in the current future capitalist uh, hellscape that we're that we're talking about here, oh yeah, I mean they still have pretty strict poverty poverty or uh, property laws, and the uh, yeah, I mean the 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 rights seem to favor the the landlord as opposed to the tenant. Exactly, and you know Amazon's not going to let you just bust open their storage space to get their sex robot out of there. Uh, no. So so your options are. In the, in the Amazon future yeah. to either uh, uh, to, apply for prime membership. Yeah. Which is going to be, which is probably out by that, by this point is more than anybody's yearly salary. Cause nobody has yeah. a job anymore because everybody, every it's all just drones and sex robots. So the only things that have jobs, right? Yeah. So, um, so we're, so we're in that, we're in that world and you have two. So the story here is Joe has two options, right? He can uh-huh. become a criminal. He can embrace a criminal world. He can tear down the capitalist uh, walls and infrastructure by ripping open the storage space that his mm-hmm. that the sex dynamo robot Soriyama uh, creature he's in love with is in. He can literally tear down that wall and steal it and become a criminal and risk everything, right? Yeah. Or he can create... Uh, he can break down the personal walls between it, between the robot and him. So he can like, that would be like, that would be like buying the Mortal Kombat game is you you create, you create a relationship with the robot to where you can establish an identity. You can make the robot a sentient creature that you're in love with. And then he can marry that. And then he can marry that creature. And, uh, and, and Amazon no longer has, hold over it because it's Johnny because their love has Johnny fived the robot. Yeah. You get it? I uh, thank you for Johnny fiving it for me. Uh-huh. Um yeah, so So I think that's where I think that's the world we're in, right? Yeah, and the I mean and lyrics wise not much more gets added to this thing. Oh no, it's just a at this point lyrics it's just Repeat bridge, repeat chorus, repeat bridge, repeat chorus. I, I do want to hear the, I want to hear the, the, really, and uh, and all that happens in the double chorus at the double chorus and out after the after the solo. Um, 
all that happens is there's a pretty great like uh, guitar solo over the double chorus, but the but the words don't change. She's not ad libbing other things. Yeah, and then it ends. It ends on this. It ends very, very uh, subtly for a Def Leppard last song on a Def Leppard album. It ends subtly for a Def Leppard song in general. So, um, so let's let's hear the solo, and then I'll just play the end, and we'll talk about that. But but the solo's good. The solo's really good. Here we go. <laughs> Yeah, man, that is that. I think the more I listen to it, it's not. It's you know, it's late in the album. It's yeah. not. It's not a solo that I've paid a ton of attention to, but it's like one of my favorite solos right now, just because yeah. it's so cool sounding. Um, it's got a lot of color, a lot of weird dissonance in it, and a lot of fireworks. Um, but it. It's not awkward at all. Like it just, it just sounds, it just sounds perfect. It just sounds and the, right. And the rhythm guitar is nice and chunky back there yeah, too. Yeah. It's yeah. This this song chugs along super super well. Uh, yeah. So let's hear. Let's just go ahead and hear the last like I don't know twenty seconds of the song. Um, we'll go ahead and do the last twenty five seconds of the song, and just listen. Just listen to how this ends. Listen to the fact that this has like. I'll just say, like, it doesn't end on a beat. It ends sort of in the space between beats. Here we go. And that's it. That's that's how uh, that's how the song ends. It's uh, it 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 leaves you sort of like on an intake breath. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's both how the song ends and also how the album ends. Exactly. So it's it, it's a question. It's giving you. Uh, it's saying, "What are you going to do?" You know, we've we're leaving you. At an unexpected time, and we're not going to lay, we're not going to throw a brick at you at this point. Like, life is yeah. yours to go and live. So you got to decide, are you going to, uh, are you going to woo this robot, or are you going to rip down the fabric of society to take it? Yeah. What are you going to do, Stuart? Uh, I mean... Put yourself, this, put yourself this, in this movie. So we're in, we're in a song is telling me to tear it down, but I think I'm more of a status quo kind of guy. Well, they're, but they're not defining what tear it down means. So yeah. they're saying, they're saying tear it in the song. Tear it down could be wine and dine the robot. Get it to stay a little longer. Get it to stay all night long. Yeah. So, that it, so that it falls in love with you. Or and they're saying, but it also could be you go to the you go to the factory and you rip that robot out of some security guard's hands and probably you know have to murder people on your way out of the door. Yeah, I. What are you gonna do? I think when it says tear it down to me, that sounds like when I see the poster on the wall that says 
Revolution. I'm just going to tear that poster down. And not, you know... And just oh, oh, keep keep okay. it. Just keep so you, it even, you know. You like you like the dystopian overlords, is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, like you, that's exactly what I'm saying. You want, especially pro- if they're listening. You want to protect Jeff Bezos's interests, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I see. I see. He, I see. You know, he he kind of looks like a goofy little fun guy. Yeah, he's probably he's probably super fun to hang out with. Uh, mm-hmm. He probably, you know, he's, he's he probably doesn't even live that extravagant of a life. A lot of his a lot of his so-called wealth is probably tied up in in, you know, product and, and development for other things. You know, uh-huh. who who knows? Who knows how he lives? Um, <laughs> uh, he's you know, it probably wouldn't be like the, hanging out with the great Gatsby or something. Uh, he could be fun. He could be a lot of fun. I mean, was the Gatsby, great Gatsby was fun? pretty fun, too. Gatsby yeah. was fun. Is that the point of that? Is that he was fun? Yeah, I mean, I think that's when I uh, when I rented the DVD, it just said fun. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, Gatsby. Uh, uh, Peter Travers raves. Uh, Gatsby is fun. <laughs> so, um, all right. So you're going to maintain the status quo. I think. But what about you? I think I am going to. Uh, I think what I'm going to do is try to try to play it cool okay. and try to and try through the course of a very long time, painfully yeah. long time. I'm and I'm being honest here with what with what I think I would actually do in this future is yeah. I would I think I would I would I would expect the robot to eventually be like, "Ooh, he's playing it cool." And eventually decide she really needs me and that Uh she would break out of her system. And if she doesn't, I would hold that against her for for the rest of my life. Right. Yeah, that sounds that sounds like a psychologically healthy choice. Yeah, that's probably the best way. And so I'm blaming. And so by the end of the story, Uh I have gone from hating this oppressive uh capitalist hell world that i live in i've gone from hating that to just hating one robot lady that didn't find me interesting enough to sacrifice everything in her life for. <laughs> yeah so it's a, that's uh, just how you move your problems around that's just yeah, how you, you that's you know that's just it's not like picking it's not quite picking battles it's more like picking gre- picking your grievances to where yeah. you can to <laughs> yeah. where you can actually touch them you know yeah uh but you know, it's it's fine. That'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it sounds fine. That'll be uh, fine. Okay, so all right. Uh, well, we've got we we have done Adrenalize. Congratulations, Stuart. Wow, we did it. Congratulations, Doctor Def. We made it all the way through Adrenalize. All right, that feels really really good. So we've got a couple things to do. Uh, just yep. just as as wrap up for this. Uh, do you want to? Let's do the cocktail first. How would you uh-huh. pair? Uh, you're our resident uh, mixologist. Mixo- yeah. You're our, you're our mixologist. You're a specialist in uh, wines and 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 liquors and beers and stuff. Uh-huh. And you have been telling us what the best drink to pair with each song on each album is. What would you pair with? Tear it down. Yeah, so Tear It Down is a song that is uh, 
kind of it's kind of all about like getting you going and convincing you to cope with a hard decision. So you're going to need something with a little bit of kick and yeah. you're also going to need something that feels at least a little bit familiar so sure. that that uh that you're ready to make that choice. Mm-hmm. Now, I think the best cocktail I my my cocktail of choice when uh talking about tear down of course is uh, is a domestic beer and a shot of whiskey. I see. I see. Okay. Interesting. Uh, also known as Interesting. a boiler maker. In yeah, some boil, a boiler maker. Yeah. yeah. Um, interesting. Interesting. Okay. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. Sorry to surprise you like that. I know. Yeah. Well, it's, a, it's unconventional. Probably came out of left field. Unconventional yeah. choice for you. I got to say. All yeah. right. So the next, uh, the next little uh, thing we got to figure out is. Stuart, you and I uh, are big fans of the first five Def Leppard albums as albums in sequence. Uh-huh. Uh, we're big fans of the sequence of things. Hysteria is one of the best sequenced albums ever made. Uh-huh. And so we have been talking about each of these songs on Adrenalize. We've been comparing them to their counterparts in sequence on all the other albums. So, yeah. you know, track one, we ra- we ranked all the track ones. We ranked all the track two. So now we're at track 10, which is the last song on this album. And it's uh-huh. and track 10 is the last song on Pyromania. And I believe it's the last song on... It might be the last song on High and Dry. But it's not the last song on Hysteria. It's not the last song on, uh, on On Through the Night. So anyway... Uh, but we're at we're at track ten, and that is a particular place in the sequence, whether it ends there or not. So, your song choices are, and this is going to be this is I usually we're pretty close to each other, but I feel like this is going to be a different story because these are these are interesting. This is an interesting collection of songs. On on through the night, track ten is answer to the master. Oh shit! Remember that one. Oh yes. Answer the master rules. It's like yeah. uh it's it's very much it's it's very much like a British heavy metal song from the yeah. coming out of the 70s. It sounds like an Iron Maiden song or something. Yeah. Then uh no 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 is high and dries. Uh-huh. Uh Billy's got a gun is the one from Pyromania. Yep. Which is that very, very uh, meta song where Def Leppard actually shoots, or Billy shoots you, and Def Leppard watches you <laughs> yeah, yeah. bleed out on the ground and die. It's very uh, choose your own adventure sort of thing. Exactly. That's how that's how it feels when you're when you're listening to it. Um, and then uh, and then on Hysteria, it's the song Hysteria. And then on Adrenalize, it's tear it down. Shit indeed. Shit indeed, my friend. Okay. Um, uh, The bottom is no, no, no. Mm, Partly because I I don't remember it very well. It's very... uh, No, no, no. It sounds like one of the upbeat Bon Scott ACDC songs. It's like... Yeah. It's like... Uh, it's very, it's, it's, it's got that like quick bluesy riff Led Zeppelin thing going on. Um, okay. But I, I get it. So that's your bottom. Uh, then it's, man, I guess it's gotta be tear it down. 
Really? Number three would be Billy's Got a Gun. Okay. It's such a great ending ending song. Uh, then it goes Answer to the Master, which is probably my favorite song on that album. And then yep. uh, Hysteria has to be number one. I mean, come on. It's, uh, it's a magical Mysteria. Yeah. Hysteria is definitely number one. Uh, Answer to the Master is my number two. Was Answer to the Master your number two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Okay, and then I have been... Um, uh, I gotta say, I have been wild, wild, wildly vacillating on whether Tear It Down is is like higher in the list or lower in the it, I could see it being number three and I could see it being number five. Yeah. Uh, I got to put no, 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 no. Feels like a solid four to me. Oh, I, okay. I love it, but it's not like a classic. Uh, it's, it's for me. It's like, it's a thing that ACDC did better than Def Leppard did. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> it, I feel horrible putting Billy's got a gun at five. But I also feel horrible putting Tear It Down at five. Yeah. And I could, it's really weird. I could see them both being three or five. Um, and, and so you were, we actually ended up being really close on that, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, again. So. I think the, the, the mix up was uh, no, 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 basically. Yeah. Which, which, is I, your, just don't, which is your, I just don't remember it very well. Which is your last one. That's, fu- yeah. that's funny that I, it's funny that no, no, no doesn't just end up at my, last place and i just i got i don't know maybe your list is better than mine this was a tough <laughs> this was t- this was very tough for me um because i i don't this specific want, one yeah this specific one i don't want to put any of these songs last i really yeah. don't um and, this but, was t- this was a this was probably the might might be the toughest competition of the uh of 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 all the songs i think well, because it, it also sort of depends on how you're talking about the sequence. Because, okay, so Tear It Down. Yeah. Might, tear It Down is probably the most boring of yeah. these of these songs in its own way. Yeah. But it's also one of the most exciting songs on Adrenalize. Because Adrenalize is a less theatrical album than yeah. the other ones. So it's like, it, as, a, as a capper to Adrenalize, it's amazing and perfect. Just put up against these other songs, it falls a little flat. So it's like, yeah. what what do you what do you even do at that point? But definitely, I mean, without question, Hysteria is one of the greatest songs of all time. Yeah. Answer to the Master is such a god damn, that's a great song. Everybody, everybody, go back. You, you know, you don't always find yourself going returning to on through the night of all their albums. Yeah, but Answer to the Master is a song you should be re- returning to once a week. Or something like that. Yeah, it's a fucking like, banger, man. It is awesome. So, and Bill and Billy's got a gun. I, I think I'm going to be listening to that a lot this upcoming week, just because it it's sort of now in my head. Like, how much do I really love Billy's Got a Gun? I think I love it a lot, but I don't yeah. know. So, anyway, that's uh, I think that's where we're at. That's uh, so yeah, this man, is that's a, that's so a this big is finish. The, this is the end of an era. This is the end of the of of what I consider the the, the sort of canonical first era of Def Leppard, um, the, the, the golden age of Def uh-huh. Leppard. We've gotten through it. Yep, we, and we are about to enter the Ragnarok portion of this myth. Yep, that's true. That's um, very true. 
But who knows? Maybe to reckon with. Uh, but who knows? Maybe the cycle will uh, continue, and uh, the wheel will spin back around, and we'll have another hysteria in the in the wings. Sure. I, I feel like I feel like they've been seeking another hysteria ever since hysteria. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well. Uh. That's that. We'll uh, catch up with you guys in a few months. Yeah. Uh. This we love is, you guys. This is your boy Stuart Wellington. Uh. You can find me uh, at Flop Cat on Twitter, which I'm occasionally on, uh, and you can hear me on my other podcast, the Flop House Podcast, a comedy show about bad movies. And you can find me at my bar, Hinterlands Bar in Brooklyn. Thank you, Stuart. My name is uh, Alex Smith, uh, a.k.a. Lydia Burrell, L-Y-D-I-A-B-U-R-R-E-L-L on Twitter. That's uh, also the name of a band slash music project that I do. I also have a comedy slash music project called Howl Dottie, H-O-W-E-L-L-D-A-W-D-Y. You can find both of those things on Twitter and on Facebook. You can find videos of mine on YouTube for both of those projects. Uh, I have a new project. Um, let's see. So this will be out next week, probably. I have a new project that is a live streaming YouTube show uh, where we interact with people and we play board games. Uh, it's called Big Howl and Possum. It's me and uh, me and my friend who is a giant possum, and we talk about current events and we engage with the chat and we have a good old we have a good old time and tell spin yarns and hang out in the nevada desert together uh it's a lot of fun it's live it's on at 8 p.m on wednesday nights eastern uh it streams on youtube and then the episodes are available almost immediately after as uh you can watch them but you can't chat and interact with us after that point so we had a pre we had a premiere episode just tonight and uh and we'll be hopefully doing that Every week from now on, so check that out. That's uh, really you, exciting. Yeah, if you're if you're not if this show doesn't make you sick enough of listening to me talk, uh, if you want to hear me talk uh, slightly more with a uh, country twang, <laughs> then <laughs> you, should, you should go ahead and check out Big Howl and Possum on YouTube. Uh, and there's a channel just for that. Uh, the other thing is I'm I will be going on tour later this month. If you are in, it's the Electric Slideshow tour. If you are in uh, Bloomington, Chicago, Fort Wayne, Indianapolis, Columbus, Ohio, oh, you're going Lexington, to Fort Wayne, my hometown. I am going to Fort Wayne, your hometown. Uh, I can't remember what the place that we're playing at is called, but um, uh, we, the the second to last week of June, I will be in your area. If you are in any of those areas. And uh, just just look up. Um, I'm sure Hal Dottie on Twitter will be sharing, uh, or on Facebook will be sharing a, uh, a comprehensive list of where all those shows are. But keep a lookout for those. Uh, we will be coming to your town. It's me and three. It's me and the possum, and two other very very funny comedians, all doing slideshow presentations. I'll be doing musical slideshow presentations um, for the first time, so that'll be interesting. And uh, and that's that's it for me. Once again, Hal Dotty H O W E L D A W D Y, and uh, at Lydia Burrell on Twitter, and follow at Till Death, and give us a uh, give us a little dingle over on the email at Till Death Do Us Party at Gmail dot com. We love you guys very much. Thank you. Thank you.